Hey there, it's Raquel Richards here, and you are listening to Music in the Raw. And uh, I know the sound is crappy, and I, I'm working on it. So let's just like get through it, and uh, before you know it, I'm going to be like super professional, and it's just going to be well, just fantastic. So. This week's episode of Music in the Raw is about something that, you know, has tickled me pink for a little while now, and it's about EDM, and it's about the whole acronym of EDM, because it's funny, because when I was, when I started in the electronic dance music scene back in 2004, and when I was, uh, the host of Electronica on BPM TV, and I was a BJ on that show for seven years. And when I had my my uh, music magazine, Scenester Magazine, and the radio show, Scenester Radio, you know, everything was just EDM, which, by the way, it still is. Um, it's just that with our new acronym uh, culture, uh, it's taken on a whole new light. Actually, you know what? It hasn't taken on a whole new light. It's just that it's become new again. Um, and it never was old and it never was new. It just was. So EDM stands for electronic dance music. Now EDM, as I always have described it to people is like an umbrella. So when you pop up the umbrella, you have EDM and every little spoke that hangs down from that umbrella is all of its subgenres, which is your deep house. It is your classic house. It is your techno, your tech house, your minimal. Everything you can think of it falls under that umbrella. EDM is a very broad word. Now, as we are in 2018, it seems that people will say, well, I listen to EDM. And people just walk away and go, okay, that's cool. Um, but meanwhile, they <laughs> have no idea what it is they're talking about, um, which I find to be quite interesting. So um, going into this whole EDM uh, acronym and everything that is behind EDM, which is simply, as I said, electronic dance music and anything that falls underneath of that, like I said, house music, classic house music, techno, tech house, minimal, dance, you name it, it falls under that acronym. Now, there are so many questions that fall under what EDM is and what EDM is basically worth now uh, in, in the music scene worldwide. I mean, globally, uh, the electronic dance music market hits approximately about $7.4 billion. Yeah. Not that the DJs are making that. I'm just saying that overall, that is what it, it makes. Um, you mean the global EDM business as a whole was worth $6.9 billion last year. So yeah, you go figure that out. So it is worth a lot of money and it is just building. And I mean, that's pretty much only in the last few years. So let's be real about that because, you know, as I've, I've, as I said before in, in, in a prior uh, podcast, you know, I mean, unless it makes money, it doesn't matter. I mean, that's pretty much with any business, right? Are we not right? Of course it is. Um, now, you know, EDM stands for electronic dance music. And I mean, it was first used in the U.S. 
as early as 1985, right? Um, and it did not, you know, really catch on as a blanket term. Um, well, it always has been, but I think really right now is where it stems. Um, in the 2000s, I mean, you can basically say that uh, journalist Simon Reynolds from The Guardian, uh, he noted that the American music industry adoption of the term EDM, which he did in the late 2000s, was an attempt to rebrand the genre, uh, or the genres, shall I say. So this is where I am now, making the dots connect. When I say that the whole EDM issue really gets to me because when people say, oh yeah, you know, like I'm, I'm EDM, I'm looking, I love EDM, I'm looking for an EDM DJ. It's so like huge. It's like, so what are you looking for? And it just goes to show that I think a lot of people don't even know what they're listening to. I mean, we, you know, people who work in the music industry, you know, we know that we can just feed people what they want. I mean, I come from an advertising background. So, I mean, the thing is, is that I don't feed people stuff. It's just that we dictate what the culture is, what people are doing, what the world is, what is happening in the world. And so we just give it to them and it's, that simple. So if we just say EDM as a blanket term, then they're just going to use it and go with it. It's, it is, it simply is that simple. Um, now let's talk about some of the DJs that, uh, you know, are EDM, shall we? Uh, so there's a lot of DJs that fall under this category. Of course they do, because I just told you that all genres fall under this umbrella. So you have house music and you have techno and you have minimal and you have tech house, you have classic house. Um, so who, I mean, let's not forget trance. And, you know, I find it very interesting. I mean, I listen to, you know, Amazon prime and it makes me laugh. I listen to, you know, like a, a deep house mix and I'm hearing so much trance and I just don't understand how they um, get deep house to trance, but you know, nobody's really paying attention to the BPMs of course. Um, because this could be a whole other show again, uh, because people just don't really pay attention to that. And it's just, they just figure, well, you know, that this big DJ and then that's what he does. And we're just going to like throw them on there and that's going to be, you know, our, our mix and so forth, you know, like the Tiestos of the world and the Calvin Harris's of the world. Um, and speaking of such, uh, some of the highest paid DJs are the ones that I just mentioned, such as Calvin Harris, the Chainsmokers, Tiesto, which by the way, topped Ford's, Forbes, sorry, not Ford's, Forbes in 2018 highest paid DJ list mm-hmm. and Calvin Harris topped the list for the sixth straight year. Yeah. So these guys are making some pretty nice coin. Um, can't say that they're not worth it. It's just like, wow, these guys are making some serious, serious money. Um, for example, Calvin does bring in about 48 million, $48 million. Yeah. Now remember, he's not bringing that all home, but you know, because it all goes out in touring and the shows and so forth, but that still is a lot of paper. The chain smokers are, oh, dare I say only 3 million behind him. Yeah. 
So 3 million behind 48 million. Other names on the list includes Diplo at 20 million, Cascade at 13.5 million, and Afrojack rounding out the top 15 with 10 million. I know. I know, right? Just a measly 10 million. Um, you know, and this is according to Forbes, by the way. So this isn't like, uh, you know, DJ Mag. This isn't any of the, you know, DJ Magazine uh, culture, you know, highest, you know, DJs, because that actually really corresponds more with what people are listening to and their booking and so forth like that. Um, this is actually Forbes magazine, which is, of course, as we all know, the one truly one that tells us who is making what, where, and why. So, uh, that is a lot of money for these guys to be making. Um, and I'm not saying that they don't deserve to make that because they absolutely do deserve to make that as far as I'm concerned. Um, Zed, for example, was making 3.5 million annually. Uh, yeah, that's a lot of, of coin. I don't know about you, but I can handle that. Um, you know, so like it, it, these guys are making like tons of money. And here I thought that, you know, Tiesto was the top God and he is a veteran and he is the producer, but this guy, this cat is making 33 million and he pulls in at about number three on the Forbes list. So he, you know, wasn't uh, number one, but he, uh, you know, he's staying relevant with collaborations with Jackie Chan. Um, and you may remember his new single with Post Malone. Uh, Steve Ioki, yes, that crazy one, 28 million, 28 million, you know, playing a whopping 200 shows, 200 shows, sometimes two in a single day. And you know how crazy that guy is? You've seen him, then you know what I'm talking about. You know what? That's a lot of hard work. That is a lot of hard work. It sure, sure is to be pulling off that. Um, Marshmallow, 23 million, rounds out the top five in addition to six-figure six figure nightly fees. Mm-hmm. That's right. Because you know what? That guy's got a cooking show. He's got a cooking show on YouTube, Cooking with Marshmallow. Hey, do what you got to do, right? Um, other big names on the list, uh, number eight, for example, is David Guetta at 15 million. Ah, I bet you thought he was a bit higher, eh? Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Still 50 million. Come on. And uh, he draws crowds, even though, you know, he says he's old and all this stuff, but he still draws a lot of crowds. Why? Because he's very commercial. You know, I mean, that's why he's very big in Las Vegas. He's very big in Ibiza, playing at Pasha. You know, that's why. So there you go. And then there's Marchand Garrix at 13 million, who played more than 90 gigs 90 gigs in the scoring period that uh, Forbes was, was doing, including the closing ceremony of the Winter Olympics in South Korea. So he also got a very big gig there. So you see, these DJs are actually doing really, really, really well. And just because you don't hear of them in North America and all of their gigs that they're doing, they're actually doing really remarkable things outside of North America. Um, so going back to Skrillex, you know, that Skrillex is one of many DJs who earned millions over the past year, but still fell short of the cutoff needed to land on the latest edition of the Forbes list. Now, those who failed to be on the latest edition were Alesso, Armin Van Buren, Dead Mouse, and Hardwell. 
I know, you'd think they were still very huge, right? But they're all making millions. So, I mean, I don't know about you, but when it's once you're in the millions, you're just in the millions, you know. Uh, it doesn't really matter to me. You're just like dope and you're just like doing it, right? Um, you know, so the thing is, is, sorry, I was just like looking online at some things about some of these DJs. Um, you know, it's remarkable what these guys are making. And with the electronic dance music scene, I mean, they're, these guys, though, are not just playing one genre. So this is also brings me back to my point when I started, is electronic dance music. A lot of these artists, I mean, like, we'll, we'll, we'll give Skrillex a pass, um, you know, are dishing out a lot of different genres and they're doing some commercial stuff and they're not doing commercial stuff. And this is also what makes them more bookable. This is what also makes them more money. And this is what also makes them more popular. And I should have said popular probably at the top because the reason they make much, they make that kind of money is their popularity. Um, so moving on, um, you know, Tiesto was one of the top DJs uh, several years ago. And it's kind of interesting that he has fell to, to number three, not that he should be, you know, number one, because Calvin Harris is actually at number one. And the reason being is because of course, Calvin Harris is a lot more commercial than Tiesto. Tiesto is trans. Tiesto is known for Adagio with strings. He is, you know, he sells out his stadiums and so forth, but you know, we're in a different era. We are in a different time. You know, we are in the 2000s where, you know, Tiesto has been around for a very long time and Calvin Harris has just seems to have pulled that extra little chain in and, uh, you know, made things very commercial. Maybe it was Taylor Swift. I don't really want to say that, but you never know. Um, and Chainsmokers is number two. Number two at $45.5 million. Yeah, those guys are making that in. And then, you know, Tiesto falls behind that and Steve Aoki falls in at $28 million. Uh, it's just, you know, it's really interesting what these guys make and, you know, who they are. And some people will think, well, are they worth it? I don't know. Do you think that they're worth it? Um, that's a really interesting question. Uh, considering that they play EDM and they play a lot of the genres under EDM, but the people who listen to it will sit there and say, well, I listen to EDM. When meanwhile, they are listening to a lot of different, very different genres. They are listening to a deep house track by Cascade. You know, they are listening to a techno track by Axwell and Grosso, which by the way is 12 million that they rake in a year. And then, you know, they're listening to Dimitri Vegas and like Mike at 10.5 million bringing in a year, you know, which is a little bit more commercial. And then you have Afrojack who is, you know, commonly connected to Paris Hilton, for example, who is coming in at number 15 with 10 million. So, you know, which is also very, I would like to say, hip hop house, um, depending on the track that you're listening to. And of course, then there's Calvin Harris, which you know what? I wouldn't even put him in EDM. I would actually slot him into pop and that's where I would put him. But his record label and so forth want to label him as EDM because that's where the money is. That's where the marketing is. And that's how they want to market him. But meanwhile, he is just as pop as his ex-girlfriend, 
Taylor Swift, as far as I'm concerned. You know, I mean, once you hook up with Rihanna and you do all of these things like that, you are no longer EDM. You are no longer electronic dance music. You are pop music. You know, there is not a fine line. There is definitely not a fine line. There is a huge line in the sand for these genres, but you know, the money is crossing over, the genres are crossing over, and nobody really knows as far as I'm concerned, and this is what I like to say, and you know what? You can email me at MissRaquelRichards at gmail.com. That is M-I-S-S-R-A-Q-U-E-L, Richards at gmail.com. If you would disagree with me that these genres are not, are not the same, if you think they are the same, EDM and pop and dance, then you know what? Email me and tell me why. And don't tell me why it sucks. Remember, listen to my other podcast. Don't tell me why, you know, tell me why it sucks. Just don't say it sucks is what I mean to say. Because as far as I'm concerned, Calvin Harris, irregardless that that guy's making $48 million a year, you go, Calvin. My point is though, to me, you are dance and you are pop. You are not EDM disagree, agree. Email me and let me know. Thanks for listening. I'm Raquel Richards. You are listening to Music in the Raw.